This program is brought to you by Bible Way Media, a work of the Ulaga Church of Christ. Hello, my name is Roy Knight for The Christian Gentleman. Believe it or not, but whenever I started preaching school back in 1994, I typed my papers on a real typewriter. Not an electric one, but a real typewriter with ribbon and a bottle of correction ink. It was old school, but that was all I could afford. I was broke, and I needed something quick, so I picked one up at a yard sale for 20 bucks. My roommate said that whenever I typed, that it would shake the whole house. I still have it in a closet somewhere. Whenever I was hired as a full-time minister at the St. George Church of Christ back in 1996, I brought with me a typewriter-slash-computer hybrid with a 3.5-inch disc that went in the side. It probably weighed about 20 pounds. I still have it in a closet somewhere. In 1997, we purchased our first desktop computer. I found it in an advertisement on the back of a Wall Street Journal. It looked cool. It had everything I needed to move me into the 20th century. Yes, it was dial-up and slow, but it still worked. The thing I remember about it was that whenever the plane struck the World Trade Center back in 9-11, it was the day that I bought airline tickets online for the West Coast to visit my wife's family. It was a good computer for the time, but it gave way to my first Dell laptop, which was great. I love the fact that I could take it home with me and finish my work in the evenings and the weekends. I was no longer bound to the office. Over the years, I've had many other laptops since technology makes others obsolete. Now I have a HP i5, which is the best one yet, especially if I can get hooked up to broadband. Then I'm ready to rock and roll. Things have changed a lot, and I'm sure glad that they have. Maybe one day I'll actually get a touch screen. Who knows? On a spiritual level, the interesting thing about the teachings of Christianity is that God designed it not to change. Many folks will say that Christianity should change with the times and that we should adapt Christianity to culture. I do not agree. I believe that the opposite is true. I believe that culture needs to adapt to Christianity. After all, God in the flesh... Jesus came to give us light and to direct us toward salvation and reconciliation with the Father. His plan is found in the Bible, and he said that it was straight and narrow, Matthew chapter 7 and verses 13 and 14. I'm not saying that we need to sit on the floor and wear tunics, but concerning the doctrine, the teachings of our Lord, they are not to change. Jesus said in John chapter 12 and verse 48, he who rejects me and does not receive my words has that which judges him. The word that I have spoken will judge him in the last day. Jesus' words are found in the Bible, and the Bible has not changed in 2,000 years. Jesus also said in John chapter 14 and verse 15, If you love me, keep my commandments. Who do we love most? Culture? Ourselves? Others? Jesus said, If you love me, do what? Keep my commandments. Jesus does not change his commandments every year, nor over the centuries. They have been the same since the beginning. Yet sadly, we pick and choose how we will serve and worship him. That doesn't sound right, does it to you? 
The Apostle Paul begged his fellow Christians who were going their own way by saying this in 1 Corinthians chapter 1 and verse 10. Now I plead with you, brethren, by the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that you all speak the same thing, and that there be no divisions among you, but that you be perfectly joined together in the same mind and in the same judgment. Paul urged Timothy to remain in Ephesus, that you may charge some that they teach no other doctrine. First Timothy chapter 1 and verse 3. No other doctrine than whose? Christ's doctrine. He has a doctrine or teaching that is able to save one soul. Paul said in Romans chapter 1 and verse 16, For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God to salvation. The teachings of Christ save. Mankind's teachings that have sprung up over the years do not save. Yet I fear that we are often confused between the teachings of Jesus and the teachings of men. Paul said in Galatians chapter 1 and verses 6 and following, I marvel that you are turning away so soon from him who called you in the grace of Christ to a different gospel, which is not another, but there are some who trouble you and want to pervert the gospel of Christ. But even if we, or an angel from heaven, preach any other gospel to you than what we have preached to you, let him be accursed." The word pervert means to twist or to change from its original form. James said that the gospel, the teachings of Christ, were the perfect law of liberty. That's in James chapter 1 and verse 25. When we begin to change the perfect law of liberty, we change our Lord's words and rob them of their saving power. We need to ask ourselves seriously whether we are following the true words of God or not. A lot of things change over time. Cars change, fashions change, even computers change. But God's Word was never designed to change. Just a thought. That's all I have for right now. And what does the Lord require of you? But to do justly, to love mercy, and to walk humbly with your God. May the Lord bless you as you seek to do His will, and I'll see you next time on The Christian Gentleman. We hope you enjoyed this program. We encourage you to subscribe to our podcast on Pandora, Spotify, or Podbean. Thanks for listening.